everybody. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. This is the Mortgage Mike Speaks podcast. Yeah. I am Steven Salinas. I'm yeah. one of the lenders here, a part of the Mortgage Mike group. Yeah. We got, You're my business partner. Yes, sir. And I'm Mike McFarland, the Mortgage Mike in the Mortgage Mike group. Yeah, we got yeah. some special guests for us today. Do. We've got Derek Bowles. Yeah, with or Broker Bowls. Yeah, Broker Bowls. Yes, yes, if you yes. can see his shirt. Oh, yeah. This, oh, the, yeah. Man. the man, the myth. Hey, hey, you know, hey, I, I support the myth. I support the myth. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. We also got Anthony Price with us here yeah, today. I know. Thank you guys yeah. for joining us. Good to see you guys. Yeah, sure. today we're going to be kind of talking about y'all's story. Um, okay. What really um, sets y'all apart in the market? Um, we'd love to hear, Derek, you know, where. Um, where you came from and you know where you're at now um so a little bit of the background born and raised houston guy northeast part of houston uh went to north shore yeah uh, left there played some football uh took those talents to trinity university san antonio cool. uh played some ball out there for four years graduated with a business degree uh, initially went into some investment banking that transitioned into some event planning and uh, public education. So I did That's both right. of those things for a number of years. I was in public education for maybe a total of 10 years. Sorry. And um, yeah, definitely uh, loving on the, the kiddies. Uh, I was in a middle school level. So I coached football and basketball and all that good stuff. Yeah. And um, while I was in education, kind of got into real estate, more so on the investor side initially, and the investor side turned into getting the license and, you know, tell a friend, they told a friend and the business just kind of grew from there. Uh, started the first brokerage in 2015 uh, okay. with a couple business partners. And by 2019, Legacy was born and, nice. and here we are today. Nice. Awesome. So that's that's definitely the remix version. Yeah. Of it. But yeah. <laughs> I, love it. So, I would say, Derek, like, what do you think the foundation of Legacy is? When you, when you, when you think of the company, who, what it represents, what you represent in the midst of it. What is, what is legacy? I would say legacy is family. I would say legacy is, uh, is putting something in play that will outlive you and outlive us and outlive everybody here at this table. Right. Yeah. If we, if we invest in people and we invest in our communities and we uh, invest in our loved ones, then, yeah. you know, we can really spread like a wildfire, wildfire and mm -hmm. be a lot bigger than we could ever be on a fire sales individually. Right. So I really think that's the, uh, that's the premise of it at its core, because to grow a brokerage of this size, we want to see our agents do great. We want to see our agents birth other agents mm -hmm. and we want to see their children be interested in the business. And it can yeah. really mm -hmm. just turn into something that's huge. And it's not about one person individually necessarily. It's really about their footprint that yeah. we leave when we're all, when it's all said and done. You'd mentioned awesome, uh, you started with 11. Yes. Right. 11 and nine, is that in 2019? 2019. Again, yes, I know Anthony was part of that with you. Correct. Like how, Correct. how many uh, real estate agents do you have working? We're, we're, over 130, somewhere wow. between 130 Man. and 40, somewhere Fun. in there. Um, that's wildfire. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, it's it's grown pretty fast. It's grown pretty fast. Yeah. But, you know, what I love about it is even on the client side is people choose who they want their real estate representative to be. They choose who they want their broker to be. You can't buy them. Mm -hmm. You can't make them. You know, right. they have to right. want to work with you. They have to right. want to be a part of what you're doing. And mm -hmm. so the fact that people like Anthony and the, the other agents that work with us at Legacy have chosen to be a part of what we're doing. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's special and I'm, and I'm proud of that because yeah. they definitely have the option to be wherever they choose to be. Right. Well, and I, I'm going to, I got to pull up the faith part of this because I love your cross and then I keep staring at your wrist because you got a, you got a, a band on that. Oh, Mark 536. Like, yes, sir. 
Tell us about that. Uh, Mark 536. Uh, honestly, I was in a really, I was having a really bad time personally um, in life. And I, and I went to a different church service on this particular day. And mm -hmm. that was the sermon that was preached on that particular mm -hmm. day. And it's along the lines of do not be afraid, but always believe. Yeah. And, um, you know, fear is, is crippling and, oh, and, 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 and yeah. God does not give us a spirit of fear. Mm -hmm. And so it's just right, something man. that I just try to lean on because there's, there's businesses that we don't birth out of fear. There's, mm -hmm. there's challenges that we don't go after mm -hmm. out of fear. There's, mm -hmm. there's people that we don't confront or we don't, you know, yeah. we don't do the things that we need to do just out of fear of what's <laughs> going to be on the other side. And, you know, that's something that really stuck with me. And on that particular day, that sermon spoke to me. And so yeah, it's, it's right so here as a reminder. For sure. Well, that's awesome. I like what you said. I mean, you don't want your decision to be based on fear. Correct. Even saying even saying yes to something or saying no to something. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you're basically, I mean, making a decision on fear, you could even be taking the safe route. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think I think, yeah, you do have to take a step of faith doing doing the things that you're doing. Correct. You know, running a business. Um, Anthony, I'd love to hear just know what what got you in. I know you've been with with originally, the, with the brokers for a while. Y'all you know, want me to start? <laughs> personal background just what got me. In the oh, yeah, man, we can. Some personal background. Yeah, we can get in, in a snippet. Yeah. Um, I was telling them this uh, when he came and got me from the other suite. I'm from Orange, Texas. Um, yeah. Small town yeah. on the Texas-Louisiana border. Um, so whenever you hear this accent, like, it's something that I don't sugarcoat. Like, I'm really... Yeah. Like have a twang to my to my yeah. uh to how I speak or whatever. But uh I came out here to Houston probably about 20 years ago okay. uh, with Texas Southern University, graduated cool. from there, undergrad and grad, and started working, kind of like Derek. Um yeah. and I had always wanted to get into investment properties and whatnot. I just didn't know how. And so I ended up taking a course at uh Champion School of Real Estate. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, you know, I kind of know more about real estate versus the average person. Like, let me think about getting my license. Reached out to uh, my aunt, my ex my grandmother, uh, my last living grandparent. Uh, reached out to her sister. She's been in the industry for like 30 plus years. So mm. she like plethora of knowledge yeah. and wealth. Yeah. Um, her and her son up in Dallas, uh, they was like, go on in and get the, get the license. Mm. When took the test or whatever, holiday Derek, probably like a month later, and I had Keller Williams like talking to me oh, also. Yeah. So I'm thinking like Keller Williams then all of me. Hey, mm -hmm. about to just, oh, I'm doing something good, not knowing like idiot. They talk to everybody, you know, <laughs> and taking these courses. So what honestly like steered me towards them, Derek um actually had me talk to one of his business partners first. Then I spoke to him. Yeah. Okay. And um, I just felt comfortable with them. And then I'm cheap also. I'm like, I done blew all this money trying to you know, finish real estate school and everything and take, get these certifications. So I ended up going with legacy and not legacy generation realty. Cause that's who he was partnered with at that time. Gotcha. And then, um, I want to say I had been there for about a year and he approached, he gave me a phone call. He was like, you busy. I was like, no, he was like, Hey, I'm thinking about doing my own thing. I was like, I'm done. Just let me know when. Yeah. And, um, the rest is kind of history. Um, with regard to, you know, what I've been able to accomplish working under him, meeting other people, mm -hmm. and uh, just kind of being able to 
like to get you know uh leave my own imprint in the real estate uh game and whatnot yeah yeah i love it man okay. so you uh we were talking earlier you're bivocational i mean you're actually doing this at the you're doing real estate and you have another career on top of that which is yeah. pretty impressive especially with the amount of transactions that you're doing the families that you're helping serve like how do you other than like i know the gray hair is coming in i got mine too man so um but how does that uh like how do you do it how do you manage how do you manage that honestly i i grew up hard mm -hmm. i had I, I didn't had a i didn't have a best life yeah. So with that being said, like I got two degrees in engineering. Um mm -hmm. a lot of people helped me out along the way. It wasn't family. Turn into family. Yeah. Wedding family. Um, and with that being said, like I, I didn't like the the effort and the amount of time that I put into, you know, going to school, mm -hmm. getting these certifications, doing things of that nature, internships, stuff like that. I wasn't prepared to let it go. And like I said, I don't come from much. So um, I had to kind of stick it out. I'm like, I don't, like, I can't go on nobody's benefits. Yeah. I got to give me a retirement, you know, and whatnot. But real estate is doing great. So mm -hmm. even now, like, I'm still doing pretty good, even with these high interest rates and the prices in Houston skyrocketing more than what we've seen. You know, we yeah. rivaling other areas of the country. You know, it was kind of like, you've seen where you've came from. You've seen what God took you from. Like, he's going to bring you a lot further. But at the end of the day, man, like, I look back on where I came from and I'm like, nah, like, it is more to, like, I gotta, I gotta keep going. As long as I got the flexibility, mm -hmm. the clients are coming in and I'm able to, you know, uh, shift things around and make things to where I can, you know, I'm flexible, you know, and I'm able to get out and do stuff like I'm going to continue to do it. Yeah. You know, and it ain't about greed. It's more so like, this is what I pray for. This is what I've uh, worked hard for. This is the manifestation. Like, keep going, Amen. you know, and continue to bless others. That's such a beautiful, such a beautiful. I love it. And it, it honestly is going to go into like how you treat your clients yeah. and also just like how they, how they relate to you. I mean, I think home buying is a, it's a scary, it's a scary process. And, um, yeah, we, Mike and I, we have a saying where, um, uh, everybody can be a homeowner. It's sure. just a matter of time. Yeah. Right. And I think, I think that's, that's something that we can all kind of just look at. I know, I know for us, you know, when someone comes to us, you know, they're, they, they're putting their trust in us mm -hmm. that we're going to, we're going to take care of them. Yeah. We're going to put them in the best situation yeah. um, because it does affect, it does affect generations. You know, it, sure. does, it does go for, for legacies. And well, we just know that like God puts people before us. Mm -hmm. Right. And it was like his economy is built on service to each other. Mm -hmm. Right. So when, when the board brings us somebody to work with, then part of our, um, well, our duty, right. What, what we owe back to the Lord is to, to treat those people with, the right dignity and respect give them a safe secure place to come to us so that we can guide them into that legacy of wealth mm -hmm. right um and if that's today great um if that's a couple years down the road because we got to get things in order then we do that if it's because you want to get into this and learn how to invest in real estate and really build a legacy we can help you do that as well sure right mm -hmm. sure so, sure and and 
you'll see some families that mom never had, never owned a home. Grandma never owned a home. Aunt, uncle never owned a home. And yeah. so when that yeah. person comes to you, it's really an honor. It really is because yeah. I said, for one, they made the decision that I'm going to break this cycle of mm-hmm. we're going to mm-hmm. pay someone rent until we we're no longer here. Mm-hmm. So that takes some courage right there. And then they're yeah. entrusting you to be the person to kind of walk them through that process. And that's a big deal. And and what I say to myself is when I'm working with that person is if we can get this done, yeah. everything after for this entire family lineage is now going to be different because right. now I can say, well, my dad had a house, so it's not a big deal for me to go get uh-huh. one. Because yeah. when we're using certain terms or we're using certain terminology, what have you, if no one around you has ever done it, it's really a foreign language and it can be intimidating, you know? So we kind of have to rewind our own minds back to when we didn't know anything about real estate, how yeah. we would want someone to handle us and speak to us and speak to them on the level that they are, bringing them along, but still speak to them on the level that they are. Sometimes people won't try to get a property because they're so intimidated about, you know, people are going to be speaking over my head. People are going to be talking down to me and I'm intimidated about that process. So, you know, let me just leave it alone. Let me just stay in this apartment. Mm -hmm. But if we can understand where they're coming from, like, look, don't assume that, you know, they've been exposed to this stuff because they haven't. But we all make enough money. I don't care who you are. You make enough money to have a property. It may not be you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, <laughs> but you making the money to own something, okay? Right. So let's get yeah. you on something. It's yours yeah. because uh-huh. if you can give your child or your grandchild and say, look, I know you're out of school. Here's this. You can stay there as long as you want. You don't have to pay anything. And this can be to take some of that stress off of you when you first get done. When you first get into adulthood, that's yeah. priceless. Yeah. That's mm. priceless. I have daughters, okay? I have little girls. Mm. I want them to have the option to say, you know what? mom and dad put this in place so I can be here and I can be comfortable until I'm ready to spread my wings and fly. I don't want them to say, ah, I got bills. I got to go. I'm going to take whatever job I can because I got to go. You you know, you don't want people to have to to be in that position. And real estate is a great tool to eliminate some of that overhead and stress off of people, especially in early adulthood. Because someone that's 21 that's bogged down with debt and the job doesn't pay enough and it works you too hard, that's a tough spot to be in. That's Mm -hmm. a tough spot to be in. And a lot of our clients, especially our younger clients, are in that spot where it's like, look, I want a house, but I got to pay them back, pay them back, pay them back. I just signed a car note. You know, it's tough, you know. But if we can lay some of the groundwork now and be in a position where we're like, look, okay, you have these, even if, let's say it's three properties by the time you get to your retirement years. That's that's priceless for a family that, you know, have young people coming up. I mean, you you put in your will that no one can sell these things and they're just going to sit right there and the family uses them whenever somebody goes through a divorce, somebody gets sick, somebody loses their job, but these properties are there for people to have access to. That's a big wow. deal. That's and a that's big deal. Legacy. That's right. a big deal. That's, yeah. And that's breaking generational curse. It is. Right? That's breaking the curse in a cycle of, uh, of a poverty mentality mm-hmm. or I can't or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And it says, no, you can't. Mm-hmm. Then you are yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Then we're and we can help you do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And you're looking at them, you're not just looking at this as just a transaction. Like no. you know, this relationship that you have, you're thinking about like 10 years from now. For sure. And right. you're even thinking about, you know, I know you mentioned, you know, these kind of younger clients they have, they're getting out of school, they've got student loans, they've mm-hmm. got car payments, they've got mm-hmm. all these different things, and you're almost kind of you're just getting all the info and even us too, we're helping them manage debt. Mm, You know, we're, we're here to say like, Hey, you can actually put this amount down and let's, 
start chipping down let's, this let's credit pay card. This off, yeah. And like let's put everything in the house. Let's, let's, You're like, let's, wait a second. Let's take the weight of debt and push it down so mm-hmm. that it's not so high that you can't breathe every month. Yeah, trying to make your monthly payments. Yeah, and what I think is cool because you know my man Anthony has a couple gray hairs. I have a couple in the beard. You know, so what I think is cool is that our clients grow up with us, right? So we can take them from starter home to medium Mm -hmm. home to I just got married home to I'm now I'm senior VP home to retirement home. You know, your clients grow up with you, so. Most of the time, if you're a younger agent, you have younger clients, they're buying that starter property. Mm -hmm. But you stay in the business. If you last, now they just get married. They start to have kids. Now they're a big shot at the job and your clients grow with you. I think that's really cool to watch that happen because when you see the phone ring Mm -hmm. from a client from five years ago, you know, okay, good news is probably coming because, you know, as life, as you know, as we grow our life situation changes and now we need to relocate a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I think that that's awesome to watch our clients grow with us. I mean, I have students that I've sold houses to. Mm-hmm. I have students that have their license now, you know, wow. that, uh, that, that work at legacy. And so it, it's, it's, it's really awesome. It's really awesome. And think when, when, how old are you when you got your first house? I'll say 38 now. So 35. Okay. Yeah. Right and, and honestly, I thought it probably would have, you know, most people think that you got to make a lot of money, like Derek said, mm-hmm. or you got to be married. And it was more so like, okay, I'm doing okay, but I need to I need to stop paying rent and put my money where my mouth is. I can't tell right. people like, yeah, you should you do should this invest. and do that, you know, <laughs> and then I don't do it myself. So I practice what I preach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it translated into two other properties that's been purchased. Right, you know, on my behalf. Yeah, yeah. So the court starts with that. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. And you're really, um, Derek. You're really setting the example Mm -hmm. of just like how to how to carry yourself as like a a real estate agent for Mm -hmm. all the people in your brokerage. And I I think what you're doing, um, like the mentorship that you're offering. I know when we we've talked before. I mean, one of the major reasons that people move from brokerage to brokerage is I. I never talk to my broker or mm-hmm. I don't have the resources. What is it like kind of in your brokerage? Why do people stay? You know, what, what's the kind of the biggest, the biggest draw to it? Um, I, I feel like our leadership is approachable. I feel like our leadership have, has really a passion for the business. Yeah. I feel like we are practicing what we preach for the most part. Um, I've, I started owning property at 23. It, it mm-hmm. always made sense to me. Yeah. Uh, I don't invest in stocks. I don't have crypto. I don't do a lot of that stuff. Everything's in real estate. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those things, but mm-hmm. I love it so much and I'm and I'm involved in it so much that, you know, there's a lot that I can share that can mm-hmm. help whoever is interested in being really engulfed in this business. Um, I don't try to do everything myself mm-hmm. and uh, I'm very loud about that because you are limited. We are, we are all man. So we're all limited in what we can output. So I try to surround myself with great people. And when you surround yourself with great people, you have a great environment. You have a great environment. People want to be a part of it. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I will remove myself from someone that's bad for the environment before any dollars are considered there, you know, because if you're going to disrupt the environment now, 
you know, the, the peace that we have and the, and the fire that we have for what we're doing and for what we're doing with our clients and the growth that we're the growth path that we're on. I don't want anybody to disrupt that yeah. ever, you know, because you are a representation of me. I'm a representation of you, you know, because at some point it's like that legacy agent did this, that legacy agent did that, you know, sometimes yeah. the names are taken off of it. It's like, I was working with legacy and this is what happened. Yeah. We want more <laughs> positive stories out there yeah. than negative stories. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, I just think that we've created a great environment where agents want to be a part of it and want to see us do well. And so that would be what I would, uh, my answer to that one. Hopefully cool. I'm right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel it. I mean, I think, I think you lead from like a place of humility. I think um, you really do have to, you do have to like get low with people. Mm. Like you have to get into the trenches with people. And, and that comes from experience mm. and, I, and, you know, being able to see perspective and, and, and even you, you know, leading like a, a team of a hundred, hundred plus agents, mm -hmm. you know, meeting you, like you would never, you would never even know. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, yeah. I, and I think that's an awesome thing yeah. because, you know, you're, you're approachable. And I think, um, like what, what you're doing is you're, you are creating that environment, that peaceful environment where people can fail and it's okay. do it's okay. well, we'll you know? Back. Yeah, we'll it's like we'll back. bounce, we'll bounce back, and uh, man, I love that. I think that's really, really cool. And you know, to touch on something that Anthony said, and I think this is the truth for both of us. And I appreciate this fact is that when you say, "Hey, you're so approachable, you're so down to earth," yada yada. Well, I wasn't born this guy. No, you know, I was born <laughs> that guy. You know, and so yeah. since we've seen life on kind of both sides of the, mm -hmm. of the track, you know, we were. You know, I was in a duplex when people said, do you know how to cut grass? Well, I didn't have a yard to learn how to cut grass. So <laughs> that's just what it was. And so because we know that if things go this way, then life can look different. But yeah. if you do the right things in life, life looks this way. I think that we don't forget that stuff. You know, yeah, we don't absolutely. forget sharing a bed or we don't forget. And this isn't to to glorify yeah. any any struggle, but we know that life can be this or life can be that. And so yeah. we don't sit here today no feeling or thinking that, yeah. you know, you have to win every day, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes you don't and and that's okay. I mean, there's lessons in not winning also, you know, of course we would prefer to win yeah. more days. You learn more when you, but, yeah, <laughs> but there's, there's lessons there as well. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, now our kids, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's different, right? You know, they were born with a media room, you know, I didn't, right. have, I didn't know what a media room was when I was little, um, but, but, but definitely for us, we, you know, we've lived different phases of life, you know, and we're, yeah. we're in a blessed season now where things are going well. And, and if, if ever we fell into a season where things weren't, I mean, we would regroup and figure it out and pray on it and, and pivot if we have to. But um, I yeah. think that's what keeps you humble when you, you know, that you don't, you know, you're not going to win every day. You know? yeah. You're not going to close a deal every day. I mean, mm -hmm. it's all a process. It's all part of this circle of life thing. Yeah. <laughs> No, you're right. I think and Stephen and I talk just it's like are we doing our work or are we doing his work? Mm -hmm. right? Like I, I don't I want to come into a space and an environment and make sure that I'm I'm walking walking this out in the way that the Lord is directing me and not being the one that's trying to direct the Lord. Mm -hmm. and when I don't want to do my plan, I want to do the Lord's plan. For sure. And what is that? And you'll do and more, that, honestly. Right. Um yeah, yeah, I mean it I think we're all saying the same thing, you know, like our our life and our business is a gift, right? Mm -hmm. And what do we do with with that gift and our gifts? You know, mm -hmm. we have different gifts and uh, we're we're exceptional at different things. Um, 
And like, what do we do? What do we do with those things? Mm -hmm. And also, how do we surround ourselves with people to do the things that we're not really good at? Right. <laughs> that's, that's, the truth. that's the truth. Yeah. Well, yeah. what um, as we kind of close close it out, what is something that we can share um, with like with y'all's listeners? Um, you know, with with all the people that are gonna be listening that are going into this market. You mm -hmm. know, what do they what what to expect, and how do they how do they stay motivated? You know, why? So Anthony, I'm gonna let you speak to the, the to the client side of yeah. this. I'll speak to the realtor you side. Just, of that's this. a great idea. <laughs> yeah, run it, run it by me one more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you're you're talking to a client, yeah. they tell you, um, like, should I even should I do it now or should I or like, wait ten years? Here's here's a list here. Well, interest rates. Oh my, they're they're so high. We this this isn't the time to buy a home, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's we come out of sixty days ago, and you you couldn't get a contract. Unless you're 60 grand over and you're the first one there. <laughs> yeah. um, now it's different, right? Yeah. The market's completely different. We have interest rates that are, and our, what we deal with clients is that if all the rates are too high, and we're like, well, this is the best time to buy. And I can tell you why. Mm -hmm. um, but what do you, what do you, how do you prepare your clients in, in a shifting market? Cause it has changed in yeah. pretty short order. Mm -hmm. So what I kind of in the near past, if it is actually a term, um, like, like this past spring, this past summer, um, I'm gonna take a quote or a saying from one of uh, our team members, Brittany Payne. Um, she mentioned uh, on, and I kind of did similar things. I just didn't articulate it like she did. Um, she said she had clients approach her about that concern as far as the rates and then mm -hmm. the purchase prices of the homes. You know, and then knowing the market, if you're a good realtor, you know that you know a lot of the prices were jacked up at one point, but from a new construction perspective, a lot of these builders were dropping the prices because people weren't coming. They were scared of the rates, you mm -hmm. know? So I had a few clients such as, I had a few clients come up to me and kind of say, well, we want the house or whatever, but the rates are too high. And I told them, I was like, look, the rates are not going to be there forever. You know, mm -hmm. things change. You know, oh, yeah. you what Brittany told me, she was like, yo, you married a home, but you date the ring. Mm -hmm. That's it. You know, that's it. And you we know, like that one. Yeah. That's you it. know, and you know, that's if you it. continue to do a lot of the good practices that a good, um, not only a good real estate agent will tell you, but a good loan officer will tell you as well. Like, yo, keep you keep a good sense of revolving credit, you know, mm -hmm. keep the debt to income down, um, keep your credit score up and whatnot. You know, once these rates, you know, drop or it gets to a point the way as you can. Like refine it, go ahead and refinance yeah. because guess what? You've already locked the price in, you know, mm -hmm. you, you and you can definitely decrease your monthly payment, you know. Yeah, yeah you're right. right. So, uh, yeah, I would, you know, tell That's them great advice. Yeah, yeah, and six know. months from now, like a six percent interest rate might be looking real good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, <laughs> that's nice. Hopefully, not. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, it. That's a great, that's great, man. I mean, yeah. it's so true. You're, you're getting in the house, um, you're creating that security. You know, it's not about payment mm -hmm. or it's not about rate. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's about an investment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, you know, and not to talk out here off, you know, you hear a lot about the market is going to crash. Mm -hmm. And uh, I kind of tell people that come to me with that that statement and whatnot, I'm like, the market won't crash. The prices might level off for just a little bit, but yes, we're true. not gonna see Mm -hmm. A five hundred thousand dollar house be reduced to three hundred thousand right. dollars. This is not right. going to happen. Yeah. If anything, it'll stay stagnant for a while, mm -hmm. but it's going to continue to go up. 
So yeah. honestly, if you are doing what you need to do as far as like saving, getting your credit right, talking to a good mortgage team, yeah. having a realtor that has your back, you know, and it, you know, giving you wise decisions on, you know, the type of house you need, not that you want, yeah. you know, everything will be all right. Yeah. You know, you're right about that. Man. Cool. How about Derek, how about your side, the agent side of this? Well, um, <laughs> well, in in any business, there's going to be, you know, ups, downs and, and kind of plateau uh, stages. So when you're not as busy, spend time doing things that you can't do when you are busy. Spend time educating yourself, spend time grooming yourself, spend time uh, exposing yourself to different markets that you, you know, otherwise wouldn't have time to make yourself exposed to. Spend time getting more organized spend time getting the proper support staff around you because when it's go time, you don't have time for any of that stuff. Right. It's like, let me just get these deals closed. Mm -hmm. And when the mm -hmm. deals get closed and I'll sit down somewhere. Mm -hmm. So when you have a little downtime, let's make yourself a better agent that way. So that as things crank back up, those things are in place. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, there's always something to do to better yourself in your business. And it's not yeah. always at the closing table. It's yeah. just not, you know, because when that experienced buyer comes to you, that experienced seller comes to you, you don't want to speak to them as if they're the novice right. because some of our clients, you know, they watch HGTV too. And right. so they know a few things, you know, yeah. so you don't want them educating you on the type of carpet this is and the type of walls those are. Spend time kind of kind of diving into those books and diving into that information so that you can make yourself a better agent overall. And uh, just take it as this is, uh, this is a different time in my business, but my business is still going to be on an upward trajectory, you know, yeah. still be patient. I mean, in any any business, I don't care if you're selling t-shirts, I don't care if it's a car wash, you have to be patient yeah. for that overall success that you're looking for. Uh, Anthony was is awesome. Year one, he wasn't this Anthony. You know, year one, I wasn't this broker, you know. So yeah. so we it's a we're all in the process of getting better. We're all in the process of our growth. And yeah. it's frustrating for people when they meet you at this level because they think that you have the shortcut to get the well shit. It, I said a bad word. If, <laughs> if I had a six month fix, I would have used that. Right. right? Yeah. I, if it took me, <laughs> if it took me 10 years, yeah. then it's going to, it might take you five, but it's not going to take you five months. Okay. Yeah. And so um, that's, people don't want to hear that, they but really you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, there isn't one. No, if there was, we write a book and just none of us would be here. We yeah. call the billionaires, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah, people have to uh, buy into the process, understand that, uh, you know, nothing happens overnight. I, I know this sounds cliche, but when you find the mortgage broker or the real estate broker that became a billionaire in year one, I would love to take that guy yeah. to lunch. I would just <laughs> read that. Yeah, I read it. Yeah. Guys, thanks again for coming. You know, we're in your in your court. You know, y'all are doing some awesome things yeah, in the city. Awesome. So, yeah, keep it up. You do. Thanks for what you both represent. Uh, Thanks, man. Your clients and, uh, and doing business in a way that honors people. For sure. Yeah, and that's uh, that's really, um, we're just honored to have you guys on the show and get to know you better and, and hear that part of the story because you don't hear that all the time. So. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, for having us. if yeah. you like what you're hearing, yeah. like it and like, share it. Comment, share whatever's down here. Yeah. 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 We'll see you guys next time. Yeah. See you next All right. Time. Peace out.